TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Mike Piazza has now hit more home runs than any catcher in the history of Major League Baseball. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Twilight Zone. We are there. We are there. Someone just tweeted me and said, I didn't know you had a karaoke segment. Well, no, I don't exactly, but uh, I just didn't like being the third choice, man. I'm nobody's third choice. I'm nobody's second choice. I am the first choice. That's where you went wrong. You said I was the third choice, but anyway. Um, yeah, I was waiting for the sports tie-in. I thought it was going to be like a you know rap about Aaron Rodgers or Whatever, uh, but no, it was it was a little disappointing on that, I'd say. And uh, yes, uh, Walter is saying that was incredible. Uh, incredible is a uh, you know. Anyway, Colorado State and Colorado tied at twenty eight in overtime. They are officially in the overtime period. And uh, you know, I, I I alluded to it last week, uh, but uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The here here's the thing, the, the Angels are in a worst case scenario right now. The LA Angels, worst case, they made a push at the trade deadline, and it didn't work out for them. They are right now sixty eight and eighty one. They lost to the under five hundred Tigers a little earlier. Now they have even. A, a more solidified 0% chance to make the postseason, according to Fangraphs and CBS Sports. I even checked two sources for you, to be sure. And now their star player, Shohei Otani, has cleared out his locker in that Angels clubhouse, and his season is officially over. And ultimately, it was it was the oblique injury that shut him down for good. But a month ago, he, he tore his ACL. Or sorry, the UCL. So his pitching season came to an end. I don't know about a month ago, and then Saturday, like like yesterday, I guess. Now that it's Sunday, the Angels GM said Otani is expected to have a procedure soon to repair it. So done. The greatest 
pitcher-batter combo player potentially ever is done. Done in California, in my opinion. Done out there. So I think his next stop is Queens. So Otani's agent said he is fully intending to be a two-way player again. That regardless of the UCL, he is going to be ready to hit when the bell rings to start the 20. So, so as a batter to start 2024, Otani would be a perfect fit for the New York Mets for many different reasons. I, I came up with four off the top of my head. One, he's durable. Other than, you know, this little recent stretch. And honestly, I can't imagine he would be on the IL if the rest of the games actually mattered for his team. Otani missed only two games this season other than most recently. Two. Just two. Number two, he is the power hitter. The one-two punch with Alonzo that this Mets lineup is severely lacking. He has not played since September 3rd and is still third in the league in home runs. Otani. And even with missing all that time, he's still second in the league in OPS. And if you input him into the 2023 Mets, he would easily become the Mets' best hitter this season. Immediately. In terms of home runs, he'd be second only to Alonzo, who's second in the entire league. In terms of RBI, he'd be second only to Alonzo, who is second in the entire league. Batting average, Otani would be first on the team. OPS, Otani would be first on the team. And, and number four, he would easily become a force in the Mets' best uh, you know, pitching rotation immediately. Like, pitch your best-case scenario, right? Right now, drop him in there, and I know he's going to have to sit out of season most likely with the, with the arm, but strikeouts, Otani would be second on the team right now. ERA, he'd be third behind Senga and Quintana, who, by the way, has only made 10 starts so far this season. FIP, third. ERA plus, Otani would be best on the team. Strikeouts per nine, best on the team. So if you're the Mets... You'd be looking at a top of the rotation of probably not for next year, but the year after Senga, Yamamoto, and I think the Mets are front runners for him, and Snell and and Otani. Like that sounds like an all star team. And if that's what it looks like, I mean, for sure you could afford to keep him on the the shelf for for a season in terms of pitching. Missing from his locker Saturday, his cleats, his sneakers, his personal items. And all that remained of Shohei Otani was a couple of Angels t-shirts, an Angels toiletries bag, a pair of socks, and the uh, a packed Seattle All-Star Game duffel bag. Like, even his water jug was in the garbage can. And those are all great signs for the New York Mets. And if you're thinking, oh, he's a fit for the Yankees, uh, I'm going to tell you, oh, you're wrong. He's not a fit for the Yankees. There is no spot for Shohei Otani in the Yankees lineup. A, because Aaron Boone likes to use the DH as a rotating position to get guys rest. And when that isn't going on, Giancarlo Stanton is scheduled to be the Yankees DH at least through the 2027 season. And the Yankees have a club option for 2028. Should they decline it? And I think they should. After that season, after 2027, they're going to pivot to a potential DH Aaron Judge, we'll see where he's at physically. But he's a Yankee for life through the 2031 season. So Otani doesn't even have a defensive position. 
which is another strike against him. If you can't DH and you can't pitch, what good are you? Oh, yeah, you can. You can. All right, guess what? I looked. Between both here in the United States and in Japan, the only position Otani has ever played other than DH or pitcher has been outfield. Uh, I think right field more than left. Seven games in right and one in left, or seven in left and one in right, whatever. But it was eight and a third innings. That's it. That's it. So that's like a substitution type role, even. That's nothing. And spoiler alert, Otani's not going to learn a new position now. He's going to be turning 30 on July 5th. And especially given the fact that he cannot pitch through the entire first season of this new deal, the Yankees would be foolish, foolish to pursue him. There's not a spot for him on this team. Whereas the Mets could use him both next season and as a batter, as the the insurance to Pete Alonso, as a one-two punch to Alonso, and then as a pitcher down the line. 877-337-6666. Otani, a perfect fit in Queens. Not so much in the Bronx. To Seaford we go. Uh, Mark, you're up on the fan. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I just want to bring up bring it up to uh, football here. Yeah. You have, um, you have like, team like Jets right now that they're looking at a veteran quarterback and you have Aaron Rodgers who says he's going to potentially come back and make a playoff mm-hmm. appearance, which I don't think is going to happen. But just suppose he doesn't come back, and you have Zach Wilson, who brings them to the playoffs. Yeah. And they haven't been to the playoffs in X amount of years. What do you tell a quarterback like that as an organization? Like, hey, we're going to sit you down. You just brought our team to the playoffs. ESPN never brought this up. Nobody ever brings this up. What do you tell a quarterback like that? Hey, Thanks for bringing us to the playoffs, but we're going to sit you down and we're going to let this veteran quarterback now come in. Now he goes ahead and comes in. Let's say he decides to make a miraculous comeback, goes to the playoffs. They go to the AFC championship. He loses it in the AFC championship. Or Zach Wilson brings him to the playoffs and they lose in the AFC championship. Now Aaron Rodgers comes back and they go, let's just say, don't even make the playoffs. A quarterback like that, I would be like, screw you. Why would you want me as, as a player? That's like a, a – they're in a situation like that. This is now at his point, yeah, win for eight. But you're at that point. Why, you're in a situation. What do you do? You know what I mean? Like nobody's ever well, brought that up. But he's leading this team right now. Mm-hmm. And now you're relying your team on a quarterback to bring them to the playoffs. And now it's Zach Wilson's team. No matter what anyone says. He's leading this team as a quarterback, mm-hmm. and he's making a comeback. What are you going to do? Nobody's ever brought that up before. Well, probably you know, because there's a lot of ifs. There's a lot of ifs that have to happen there, right? Zach Wilson has to be good if he can get them to the playoffs. If Aaron Rodgers if can come back in time, if 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 like that's probably why no one's brought it up. You know what I'm saying? So if you're looking at what what Aaron Rodgers has has put out, I mean this new uh, this new procedure he's going to be getting done. Um, this this uh, I forget what it was called already. The bridge, the bridge, whatever. Achilles tendon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the bridge procedure. Well, then he's looking at January to come back. The wild card round starts January 13th. You know, to the 15th. It could be any one of those games if they make the wild card. They could just start right at the but, divisional round. So what I'm saying is, you know, 
yeah, Zach, thanks for getting us there. You helped us get through. It's Aaron, then it becomes it's Aaron Rodgers' team. So I wouldn't mind the handoff to Rodgers at that point, provided he is back. I wouldn't mind. They I wouldn't mind it. it All those things are ifs, you know. It's big. But I wouldn't mind it either. But now let's say he does bring him to the AFC Championship. Who you brought us this Who does? far? Wilson. Zach Will. Zach Wilson brings him to the. But what I'm saying is, AFC they might not get the chance to do that because with with the timeline that Aaron Rodgers, this new procedure lays out, he'll be back before they get there. The AFC Championship round is January 28th. That's the end of the month. But it. But let's just say he brings him there, and he says he's not good enough to come back. He feels he's not healthy enough. Okay. But he brings him to the AFC Championship next year. Do you turn around and say, "Hey"? Nice work, kid. But we're going to sit you back and bring this forty-year-old, and we're going to start yes, him again. Yes, because he get, Mark. As, yes, as he, yes, because he's getting paid either way. Aaron Rodgers is getting paid either way, whether he sits on the bench, he sits in a hospital bed, or he's on the field. He's getting seventy-five million dollars guaranteed. Thanks, Zach Wilson. You've shown great improvement. We're handing it back to Aaron Rodgers. It's not that hard. Yes. That's how it works sometimes. And yes, you're going to get to sit and watch behind your idol and learn again and learn some more. And maybe next year, after that, you can take the Jets to the Super Bowl. Maybe. So there's a lot of ifs. That's why no one said anything about it, because there's a lot of ifs. You got to get there first. Yes, you beat the Bills. Let's see what happens with the Cowboys later today. Let's see. I don't think it's going to look too good. Spoiler alert. So yes, Aaron Rodgers, this is Aaron's team. This is Aaron's team. Season for eight, they're all playing for eight. Every one of them said how much they loved eight. They're playing for him. It's his team. It's it. Okay? That's it. And yes, if, if Zach Wilson can take the Jets to the AFC Championship game following the Mark Sanchez model of what? 9-10. 2009-2010. If he can do that. That's a big if, first of all. Then you hand the keys right back to Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely yes. No questions asked. That's a silly. You're picking Wilson over Rodgers? Come on! Mike and Merrick, you're up next on the fan. Yes, hi, Danielle. What's going on, Mike? I want to talk to you about the Giants. Yeah, let's do it. Let's hope we could beat Addison on it tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, Arizona, look at the schedule. That's going to be their best chance. Yes, it's going to be the best chance that we'll be one-on-one in first place with no problem. Yeah, we'll see. One-on-one uh, in first place? Yeah, one win, one loss, and it's going to be one win tomorrow. Well, you've also got other teams in there, too. The Cowboys are 2 and I mean, the, the Eagles are 2-0. and oh. The Eagles already won this week. They won't. The Giants won't be in first place even if they do win. No, I know that. I, I, I got you, Daniel, but I'm saying if the Cowboys lose to the Jets, yeah, then the Giants will go up to second. Yes. Oh, they would be tied. Yes, yes, yes. Second place. Yes. yes. That's what I meant. Yes. Then we could wait until the Eagles to lose mm. their next game. The Eagles have uh, the 25th. They have the Buccaneers. They'll probably win that game. Then they got the Commanders. They'll probably win that game. Then they got the Rams. They'll probably win that game. And then they got the Jets. I mean, I don't see an L coming up for the Eagles until maybe November 5th against the Cowboys. But, Daniel, I'm telling you right now, the Giants will go, let's say, 
12 and 1 if the Giants win tomorrow. The Gi- the Giants are going to go 12 and 1? The Giants will go 12 and 1. Mike, I I love your optimism. I, I do. I I don't see it happening. Oh, I do. Great. I I I need more of that. I think I need more of that. Uh because but, go ahead. Because because yeah, because when the Giants lost it down at the first game at home, they will play Dallas again. So let's embarrass Dallas in Dallas. Mm. Then let's see what happens. Forty to nothing in Dallas. Mike and Merrick, man, I I, I uh I hope you're right. But uh this Giants team has you know, uh their work cut out for them. Quick look into this score, and, and, and this is a crazy game. I'm sorry. Colorado State and Colorado, they're in the second overtime. Second overtime, all right? Co- uh, Colorado 43 and Colorado State 35. And let's see. Second overtime. This second and goal. Colorado State's about to score? What? This is this game is nuts. This is a talk about instant classic. I mean, I wish I could watch this with the volume on. We'll see what happens here. Uh, but uh, as far as, I mean, the Giants have a um, a tough schedule. We'll put it that way. Um, and they don't have a real good offensive line as, 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 you know, a championship caliber offensive line. That's for sure. As demonstrated by the Dallas Cowboys. You know, Colorado, you know, Deion Sanders is, you know, prime, Coach Prime's Colorado. They favored by 24 points tonight. They were favored by 24 points. And I love a good underdog story. So knowing that, I'm rooting for Colorado State, man. Come on. Third and three, they just converted. I mean, first of all, how are you favored by 24 points and you're playing in a second overtime? Is that a bookie's mistake or is that a, you know, a, a team mistake? I don't know, man. This is this is a crazy, crazy, crazy game going on out in Colorado. Like I, I almost want to like hit pause on the show and then like say, "Hey, come back to me when this game is over." But you know, another thing about the turf too. Uh, as, as I'm watching this on the TV, another thing about the turf at MetLife. I don't know if you noticed it, but we were talking about it at lunch at school. Um, those little black pellets that are in the the turf. And I know it was just replaced, and I know it was raining, but they were all over. Like, I have a screenshot in my phone of the, the little turf things all over Daniel Jones's face. Like, in, like in his eyes. Like, that's not like, that's a little loose. That's a little excessive on those. Dak Prescott, too, had them all over his face. It can't be good. That can't be too stable, sturdy. I don't know. Colorado State just scored. Colorado State just scored, but there's a flag on the play. Oh, boy. Jesus. This this game is how many overtimes? I mean, wow. They have, like, they've had, like, 20 penalties today Jeez. Colorado State. Oh, my. And they're still in it. This is nuts. What is this? And a they have to go call? for two. Is a holding call? Oh, jeez. I've never seen that signal before. I don't know what that signal is either. 
Oh, personal foul, yeah. But then the next scene, though, I didn't know what that was. Yeah, it was like a like a hug. I don't know. It was a hugging symbol. Jeez, I, I can't get, keep getting distracted with this. I, I got a tweet that says, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N, that says, Danielle, you're a better person than me dealing with all these Wilson taking Rogers jobs calls. Oh, my God. I would have lost it. Do you think Wilson could have had MetLife? Chills coming out of the tunnel with the American flag? People hurt my head. I'm so with you on that one. Pringle and, and DNR. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, that stadium was electric. I tried going to that game. I tell you, at lunchtime, I was like, look, pricing the tickets. You could not get in the door at MetLife Stadium for less than $203. Minimum. And that's for, like, last row of that game. But I would have loved to have seen that. But then I don't even know because it would have been like a roller coaster of emotions. I don't really know. I don't know. All I know is I'm starting to get a little hungry. I had an apple. I'm trying to be healthy. I ran. I went for a run earlier on Saturday. Did two miles. I'm doing the Giants 5K. Are you? Let me know. We'll see you there. I'll see you there. Giants 5K on October 8th. And I'm also doing the the virtual 5K for the Devils. Because I didn't know if I was going to be working on any of those days. and So I just, with the virtual option with the Devils, for sure, I I took that. Um, But as far as the Giants one... I don't know. I just hope I'm not. It's not conflicting with my the work schedule here on on the weekends. All right. So let's see. There's a timeout called in the game. I think Alex, this this is a good time to send it to break. What do you think? Yeah. So we'll take a break. We'll take a pause in this, and um, we could talk some football prop bets too that I, that I've already laid for the Giants and for the Jets. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. To the fan. My name is Danielle McCartan. We've been hanging for four and a half hours. So what's one more half an hour? Mike Fliegelman comes your way at three. And yes, believe it or not, Coach Prime, they pulled it off. 
Final score in two overtimes, 43-35. Wow. And and funny, to I, as I was watching the, the kids storm the field, right, the, the Colorado fans storm the field in Colorado, their home field, I was thinking back to a time where I was uh, I was working. I, I I'm a hard worker, right? I think you might know that already. So I, I take all kinds of jobs on to to you know whatever. So I was working the football game at the high school I used to teach at, and working a football game. And I was like, crowd control was my job, and it was like to go to states. It was one of those games where it was like to go to states to go play at MetLife Stadium, and it was a large, big crowd. And I was on, on sitting on the track. And so our bleachers were brand new at the time, and there were bleachers, and there was like a, if you're sitting in the front row of the bleachers, there was like eight feet or maybe ten feet, and then there was like a fence, and then you had to jump over like the, the track fence. So there were like kind of two fences that you, if you kind of launched yourself over the bleacher fence, you would clear the other fence. Okay, so I'm standing there. We won the game, and there was this girl. Her name was Cameron. Cameron took a tumble, man. <laughs> she took a tumble. Cameron did not clear the second fence, and she got stuck. Her her, her pant leg got stuck. She's a high schooler. I mean, she's an, an adult, basically. She was a senior. And her pant leg got stuck on, on the second fence, and she absolutely face-planted. Face-planted. So I was, like, standing right in front of her. I was like, are you all right? And she like looked up to me. And she was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And she just stood up and kept running. And I was like, "What the hell?" So as I as I'm watching these kids storm the field, I, I just got a flashback just now of Cameron. I won't tell you her last name, but but she ate it, man. <laughs> she ate, it. and that was, I mean, what the year 2023? That was like at least 13, 12 years ago, at least. And the memory is still funny to me. Yep, Cameron. I almost said her last name. Cameron ate it, man, big time. Big time. So always be careful when you when you storm the field. All right, so some prop bets. Um, we call them McCartan money, maybe. Giants, Jets, McCartan money. So listen, um, I always put some, some, and by some I mean a really little money on each of the games. You heard Dexter and I talking, uh, but. I always keep the bets to myself. I always like, don't want to put it out there, and then it's like jinxed in a way. You know what I mean? So I decided that I want to start to share them with you, and and maybe that'll, I don't know, give me some some better juju, mojo, whatever you want to call it, maybe, possibly. So here's a couple that I made this week, and here's here's the deal. You and I, we have to shake on this, you know, like air shake on this because – the understanding that if you if 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 you don't hit or if it no not if when like who wins a hundred percent of bets they make right so when you don't hit you're not gonna come after me like just kidding but like not really you know what I mean these are just suggestions you use your own judgment but I don't know just just know right now off the bat that I never really bet against our Jets and our Giants same. Like for the survivor pool, like I can't morally sit there and, and and root against them just just to make a couple bucks. But here are some bets I made earlier today for our two teams. So we'll start with the Giants because I just feel like the Giants are, are much tougher this week uh, for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm just I was looking up and down the list and all that. So the first bet I made 
was a, uh, it was, I'll tell you the odds first. It was plus 500. And I like those ones. Like those are the ones where I live. I live in those. Plus 500. Saquon Barkley to score two or more touchdowns. And I looked at like, you know, the under for the, the Giants receivers yardage. And, and I didn't like any of those odds. So I picked Barkley to score two or more touchdowns at plus 500. I thought I did this one last week, and apparently it didn't go through, but I'll try it again this week. It's plus 350. Daniel Jones to complete his first five pass attempts. I just always feel like in the beginning of the game, you're just trying to feel everything out, just trying to you know, see the coverages and, and, and all that. So I think, I think that's, that's an easy one, and I forget. I wanted to look to see. If he did it last week, that's what I wanted to do. I bet it anyway, but let's see. Play-by-play. Giants, yeah, the first one he completed. Second one was a scramble. Uh, I'm sorry. Second one he completed to Saquon Barkley. The third one... mm, No, third one, let's see. Uh, he the on the third one he he was incomplete and then he was incomplete on the fourth and sacked on the fifth. That was the second drive though. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I like that one plus three fifty Jones to complete his first five pass attempts. Uh, I don't know. And I was like, well, the Giants have to like I don't know score if it's outside of Barkley. Who's it going to be? So I picked Waller at plus two forty. I picked Waller anytime touchdown and and I and I always do like a crazy one. My crazy one is this. I got a ten dollar free bet. And I put it on Daniel Jones to be the first touchdown scorer of the game. Now, if I'm the Giants, I put myself in this scenario. Like, if I'm the Giants and I'm coming off that 40 to nothing game, you know, and, and my defense was on the field so often, if I win that coin toss, I want that ball. And I want that ball, and I'm going to put it in the end zone. And so I know they have to get close for Jones to, to do that, but I don't know, $10 free bet at plus 1,000? What can go wrong? What do you lose? Now, if you're looking for for some Jets ones, I did some of those too. And by the way, I, I $10 was the most I bet on any of these. Nothing more than 10 and it was a free bet. So for the Jets, I love, love, love. Plus 850. I couldn't believe it. Plus 850. Jets defense, anytime touchdown score. How about pick six? Territory, you know what I'm saying? With uh, with um, Dak Prescott giving it up. So plus 850, Jets defense, anytime touchdown score. Um, and and I, I, sorry, I, I love this one too. And, and you can give me yours, and I'll be open to, to doing some more of these. So 877-337-6666. But uh, I, I love this one, and I hate to even admit that I love this one, but given how... Poorly, Michael Carter played last week. I mean, when he was targeted, Jets on, on defense, Michael Carter. When he was targeted, he had, Josh Allen had a quarterback rating of 130. He was responsible, Michael Carter was responsible for the only Bills touchdown last week. So he's going to have a really tough time with CeeDee Lamb in the slot, in other words. So I used an odds boost token, got me to plus 270. On a CD Lamb parlay, just two legs, 
Anytime touchdown scorer and over 44 and a half receiving yards. And I know I never bet against our teams, but this, I like, I had to. Like, I, I very much believe in this one. Not that I don't believe in all of them, but those two, the first two for the Jets, definitely. Jets D, anytime touchdown, and this one. Also, kind of goes hand in hand with the first one. Plus 105, Prescott over 0.5 INTs, obviously. So is he going to throw an interception? Yes or no? Circle yes or no? I circled yes at plus 105. And here's my crazy one for the Jets. I got Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Two or more touchdowns at plus 230. I'm sorry, plus 2300. Garrett Wilson, two or more touchdowns at plus 2300. Crazy, I know. But I just love the way he told Zach Wilson just to put it up there on that fade, on the goal line, and he was going to go up and get it. And then he did it. (laughs) He just picked the ball out of the air, created the opportunity for himself. So I think there's a lot of trust built in that one play, and um, I just had to do it. So Garrett Wilson, two or more touchdowns, plus 2,300. Crazy. I I know. I always do like one crazy one. And and then I always bet, always bet my total score prediction. So um, my – Prediction for Jets was 17-13. Jets. Uh, yeah, 17-13 Cowboys. I, I thought I... 17-13 Cowboys. And that was at plus 12,000. That sounds weird to me. I don't know if I did that right. I think I might have picked the Jets. I think I might have flipped it by accident in the betting app. I'll check. Uh, but uh, anyway, I'll check on that one because that sounds like a little too much. Uh, but for the Giants, I, I had Giants 20. And I had... I'm trying to log in type at the same time. It's not going to work. I'll do it on the commercial. But I had the Giants 20, the Cardinals 10, and that was plus 9,500. So those are all the bets I made. And I'm going to be going crazy watching it on the split screen. Let me tell you. But it's fun. It's fun when you win. I'm telling you, this is like $2 there, $3, 5 a 10 on the – so it's not a lot. I probably have about 40 bucks total. Not even. I don't even think. So anyway. 877-337-6666. You got one you really love? Give me a call. Let's go to uh, hey, Ben in Queens. What's going on, Ben? How you doing there, Coach? Oh, you, great. You, How are you? you? You know you just contradicted yourself there, right? Which one? You said you wanted Garrett Wilson two or more touchdowns. Yeah. But you have the Jets scoring only 13 points. Yeah. Oh, well, they could miss the extra points. Zerline's out. Oh, okay, there you go. There you there go. You go. Right. Oh, you got well, me on that one, though. I, for a second, I was like, wait, what? Go like, wait, hold it. That, like, I'm trying to do the arithmetic <laughs> in my head here. Anyway. I first, got all my bases covered. First, crazy Colorado, Colorado that, State Crazy. Game. Absolutely nuts. Props to Colorado State. They Their defense, that. Props to the Liberty, that. All right, so let's get to I got those two out of the way. <sighs> Giants better win this. <laughs> oh, my God, they better win this. Looking at what they got coming out. I know. This game, they better win this Must one. win. All right? Uh, 27-10. For the Jets, you know what? I don't see the Jets winning. I'd love the Jets to win. I don't see it. I have it like 27-17 Cowboys. But the thing I don't like is I don't know what Hackett's doing, but if the running game's going good, 
don't be forced to win it on Wilson's arm. Yes. Because that's one thing he did Monday night. I noticed that. So, so I know. The game's going good. And then all of a sudden, we're going to throw it with Wilson a couple. I'm like, what are we doing? I know. So, I, I thought the same thing. Brees Hall breaks an 83-yard run. Next play, I think, was a pass play. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, like, they're on their heels. So, Brees Hall just made that long run good. There's a reason you picked up Dalvin Cook. The defense is tired after chasing Brees Hall. Yeah. Here, Dalvin, take this. Do it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, so, and... And I know time is short and you got a lot of guys on hold, so let me just leave off with this. I can't pronounce the Yankees pitcher that got hit, but here is God willing and hoping he's okay. That was a nasty shot. I never liked seeing that. When that hit, my eyes just, I just put my head in my hands like, oh, dang, he caught that flush. Yeah. So, His name is Anthony Misovich. Yeah, so, yeah. So, then in the ricochet, Ben, the ricochet all the way into right. Aaron Judge fielded the ball off of his face. I mean, I know. Oh. And, and, and tell you that that's how hard that ball was hit. Yeah, over a hundred miles an hour. You know, you know what it gave me flashbacks at. There, there's a famous play. I can't remember the team still, but I can remember it, where. A ball was hit out of the batter's box. Uh, actually, hit into where the where the, the the next stop would be swinging, and the ball actually went into the second row, I believe, Shea Stadium. Oh, and, wow! And wow. I remember it because I'm sitting with my dad, and the sound of the ball Ugh. hitting the head Ugh. was louder than the sound of the ball hitting the bat. And that's one of the times I, I asked, turned and asked my dad, like, can they wear facial guards? <laughs> Thank God now yeah. some some little leagues and, like, all softball leagues, they got that, that head guard thing. Hey, I don't blame anybody for wearing it because baseball's a hard, very hard, so. Here's hoping he's okay. Coach, thank you for the time. This was a fun Saturday. I hope it's a fun Sunday, too. Ben, I hope so, too. And I hope it's prosperous for all. I think so. I hope so. One of these has to hit, right? And uh, I, I had a tweet come through, uh, and I know we have to go to break it, but I had a tweet come through, Paul J.C. He said, Danielle, I'm a little behind. I'm listening on the rewind, so you may have already mentioned, but that doctor that that fixed Aaron Rodgers' uh, Achilles. He repaired Cam Akers' Achilles. Same method. First time he used it. Akers returned in five and a half months in January of 2022. Rams Super Bowl championship run. So there is hope. And by the way, that I did do that bet right. I did Cowboys 17, Jets 13, and it's plus 12,000. And I used a $10 free bet. Whoop, whoop. Steak dinners for everybody. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, don't hold me to it. When this happened, you talk about it on The Fan. In the year 2003, Clemens wins his 300th as the Yankees have beaten St. Louis 5-2. Clemens has come on the field and getting a standing ovation from the sold-out 55,000 at Yankee Stadium. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019. FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. 
On the break, uh, my name is Daniel McCartan, by the way. On the break, I saw that uh, something started trending and it was Gimme My Theme Music. So I wanted to come back with Gimme My Theme Music, Alex. And then it's Ride My Pony. And that's 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 not going to work for me. Uh, so, uh, yes, that was uh, the, the expression Gimme My Theme Music used by Coach Prime in the locker room. And somebody just pressed the button and they all started going nuts. Um, he is undefeated. Colorado is the fourth team in history to start a season 3-0 after losing 11 or more games on the field the season before. Wow. But the other side of that is this. You were 24-point favorites, and it took you two overtimes. Huh? It took you two overtimes to to overcome a... a, I don't know, man. That's, uh, That's a little much for me. I don't know. But, hey... If you look inside that locker room and in that video, all of those kids are believing in Coach Prime. Every one of them. Every one of them. All right, I'm Daniel McCartan with you for a little while longer. I'm going to alley it up, alley it up, alley oop it up to Mike Fliegelman. He's going he's gonna to slam it down. Mike, it's been a long, he's laughing at me. It's been a long five hours on the show tonight. Uh, but it's been a fun five hours. I hope you enjoyed it as well. I just went over some prop bets the game hopefully you make some money and uh i collect 10 percent on all of those I'm just, I'm just kidding i'm just playing with you but uh i um what was i gonna say i, I yeah I, I checked the that that one yes it was twelve thousand. yeah yeah i mean who knows right who knows I, there was one game last year i was at it was a giant game i forget who they were playing i don't have a memory like that but we were at the game and it was the game that uh, that Tiki and Tierney had the we, – we bought tickets to the game, and then we found out later that Tiki and Tierney were going to be at Reds. Whoever played in that game, I don't even know. But we we went. I had the, the score picked out, and it was like a minute left in the game. And it was only like a $10, $10 bet, not even, maybe a $5 bet. And I was set to win like 1200 bucks. And we, we go up from where we were sitting in the 300s, we bought the tickets well before. I mean, it was like week one. We were like, oh, let's go to that game. All right. We picked it out. Went. Okay. We make our way down to say hi to Madeline Burke, where she stands in the post game, And we make our way down just to say, hey, how's it going? And she's on the 100 level. So by the time we got down there, whatever team it was, the other team, they got into like periphery field goal range. And I'm sitting there like, no, don't do it. They, no, don't do it. Like, it wasn't close. They, they needed a touchdown, minimum a touchdown. Or maybe it was even a two-possession game. I think it was the Texans. They get down there, and they kick a meaningless field goal, and it goes in from, like, the 50-something. I just sat there with my head in my hands as everybody was, like, pushing past me to, to leave. I'm sitting there like, you got to be kidding me. You You have to be kidding me. A meaningless field goal took money out of my pocket, man. And then my friend who she she watches tennis. She doesn't really watch a lot of football. She does, you know, but we were on the escalator leaving. It was like four of us, but she was on she was standing next to me on the escalator. And I was like, I have my sunglasses on still. It was a one o'clock game. And I was like crying going down the escalator. She's like, it's all right. Like, no, it's not. It's not all right. I had that. But hey, you, you never know. Right? Gotta be in it to win it. And, and you keep calling me with this question. It's so dismal around here. Mets aren't going to make the postseason. And the Yankees have some people believing again, not me. Who's going to be the first team 
in New York to win a championship. And I tell you, you're not paying attention. Because my answer always has been, better start paying attention, yes, I'm going to say it, to the New York Liberty. I've been saying it all season long. That is the real super team in Brooklyn. It's like, stop one of them, another's going to step up and beat you. It's like playing whack-a-mole, honestly, if you're playing defense against them. It's like whack-a-mole. Like, for example, it's like, for ex- like I'm getting mixed up on my days, but, but Friday night, Friday night they played. It was game one of the first round of the playoffs. Best of three series, right? And it was a slow start for Sabrina Inescu, for example. But late into that third quarter, she found herself in that zone. Led all scorers with 29 points. 29 for her, 20 for John Quell Jones, 19 for Benajelani, and Brianna Stewart. 10. Can you imagine that? The odds-on runaway favorite for the league's MVP scored just 10 points. She didn't even hit one from three-point range. Not one. And the game still ended in a 15-point win for the Liberty. That was game one. And I, I don't like how you have to wait all the way till Tuesday for game two. And it, it's not like there's a travel day in between. So that's kind of weird. I don't like that. Uh, but it is at Barkley Center if you're interested in going. I mean, take the whole family. It's it's not that expensive to go. And it's a Tuesday night. What else are you doing? Um, but if they win that, the second seeded Liberty are on to the semifinals. Most likely on a hometown matchup here against the number three Connecticut Sun. That should be interesting, but I'm still riding with the Liberty. And again, this is the this is the one freaking year that I didn't put any money on them to win it all. Every season for the past couple seasons, I've done it. $10 on the Liberty to win. Even when they were playing up in the Westchester County Center and they were terrible, I was like, hey, you never know. That's like my motto. Every time I plunk 10 bucks on the Jets to win the Super Bowl or $10 on the Giants to win the Super Bowl, which I also do every single year, it's like, hey, you never know. But this season, I just didn't do it. And I'm like so mad. So mad. But um, I don't know. I'm just thinking about the Jets and and, and Aaron Rodgers and, and just the whole the whole five stages of grief after that. I mean, it, it's been a rough week. It has. It has been a rough week. You know, you go from the highest of the high in that pregame and, you, you know, you've got him – Carrying out the American flag, and there were a bunch of them that carried out American flags. I, for, I just thought it was just him, but there were there were a few of them who did because I watched one Jets drive the other night, and I saw how many Jets carried out the American flag. And Rogers was not the only one, which the TV broadcast of the game led you to believe. Uh, but anyway, he he runs out there. The stadium is dark, but it's everybody's got their wristbands on, a green and white wristbands, and you know all of the the, the hype and the anticipation. On, on, of course, September 11th and a meaningful game in that regard. And there's just so much going on in that pregame. And you're like sitting there like, man, this I've never been more excited for a Jets season in my entire life. And here we are about to kick it off. Let's go. And once the Jets got the ball, you know, because the Bills got it first, once the Jets got the ball, 75 seconds later, Poof. Done. So, yeah, you're sitting in denial on Monday night for sure. And then the next stage, of course, is anger. But for me, that came in the form of sadness. Like, I actually cried. Actually cried. In like, once once you saw him go into the x-ray room and he had 
the, the, the first responders cap, I, I believe it was NYPD or could be FDNY. I'm not sure. I don't want to mess that up. But it was a first responders cap. He had it pulled over his eyes. He knew it was over, over. Like, as soon as he stood up and looked at the sideline and shook his head side to side, you knew. You knew. It, it was it was the Jets' year until it, it wasn't. And, no, color me. I don't have faith in Zach Wilson. Ye with little faith, whatever it is. Yeah, that's me. I, I don't have a lot of faith in him. Then bargaining came Wednesday at lunchtime where me and some other teachers I eat with are, are, are playing fantasy GM to find a veteran quarterback to take over for Zach Wilson. Then you got the depression phase set in around Thursday when I finally realized that there is no mercenary coming. It's Zach's season, and, and, and it's his alone. And especially when you got Rodgers talking about how he might be back in January based on this new procedure that, he's, that, that, that was done on him. And it's really Zach Wilson's season. You really get depressed. And then I think I'm already here, the acceptance stage. I think it's going to come for many after this game later today against the Cowboys. It might be time to accept that it, it might, again, this year, unfortunately, be the same old Jets. But, hey, that's why you play the game, right? Pump them up. That's all you can do. Don't boo them. Pump them up. Anyway, thanks to the callers. Could not have done it without you tonight. And I, I have a love coming here and talking with you. You know that. And thanks for hanging with me over the last five hours. Five hours. Five big ones. And if you missed any portion of tonight's show, hit that Odyssey Rewind feature. Select the start, which was 10 p.m. Great job to Connor Green, to Alex's arm behind the glass, and to Dexter Henry on the updates. I will see you next Sunday, sandwiched in between our Yankees coverage and our Sunday night football coverage. So dinner time Sunday. In the meantime, it's at Coach MCCARTAN on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as well. We'll keep the conversation going all week. Of course, Mike Fliegelman is up next right here on The Fan. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.